the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Christy Stratton, accredited divorce coach. The Navigating Divorce Differently, Exploring Your Choices Along the Path series continues this week, and we turn our focus to finances. We'll talk about all that you need to consider regarding money matters and divorce. Our guests were great in helping us to get a clearer picture of the better steps to take through divorce, so we're airing the series again. So get set to gain some great guidance about how to navigate divorce differently. So many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. Everybody's been down, hit the bottom, hit the ground. Ooh, you're not alone. Just take a breath, don't forget, hang on to his promises. He wants you to know you're an overcomer. Whether you or a loved one is considering divorce, going through it, or coming out of it, The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton is here to be your go-to educational and informational resource for those touched by divorce. Christy has been there, and now she's here to walk the path with you as a certified divorce coach and as your thinking partner. Her guests will bring you important insights and information, helping you make better decisions through this process, inspiring you to be your best self for you and your family, and give you hope. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton starts now. And here's your host, Christy Stratton. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I'm Christy Stratton, and I'm so excited that you are here with us today. If this is the first time you are joining us, a very, very special welcome to you. And if you are back with us again this week, welcome to you, too. And thank you all so much for listening. Now, this show is for those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, and also for friends and family of those divorcing because it can actually be an overwhelming life event for everyone involved. We're not here to coach you to get a divorce or give you legal advice. We are here to walk the path with you wherever that may lead. And we bring you specialists that can help you make better decisions during this time, provide you information and resources, give you ideas about how to be your best self in a time that can really kind of bring out your worst. And give you hope. Today, we continue in our special seven, say that fast three times, special seven-week series, Navigating Divorce Differently, Exploring the Choices Along the Path. So speaking of navigating and that path, we've talked about a hole. <laughs> you might be wondering, okay, what, what about this hole and the navigating and the path? Um, So it's this hole that you might encounter as you walk along the path of life and in marriage. Okay, so what's that hole that I'm referring to? It's divorce. It's a hole that can be deep and dark and what one that you can fall into and stay stuck in for a very, very long time if you aren't careful. So to catch you up on this hole, if you haven't really heard the story about it, If you've heard something similar, know that I'm going to take a little bit of creative license with it here. I'm going to adapt it a little bit to what we're talking about. So here's the story. So there's a hole 
and maybe you're the one that fell in the hole. And uh, you're like kind of yelling out, hey, come help me get out of this hole. A doctor comes by and you yell out, hey, hey, doctor, help me. I need to get out of this hole. And she drops a prescription in for you to the hole. And you're kind of like, um, okay, this is really not going to help me. I can't get out and, you know, go to CVS and get my prescription. So understandably, you're a little frustrated. Then a pastor comes by and you say, pastor, help me. I need to get out of this hole. And he offers you a prayer and you're like, okay, I, I appreciate the prayer, but now I'm a little defeated because I'm still in the hole. And then a coach comes by and you say, hey, can you help me get out of this hole? And the coach jumps in the hole with you. Now you're just plain confused. Why'd you jump in the hole with me? You say, now we're both stuck. And the coach says, stuck? No, don't worry. We're not stuck. I've been here before. I know how to get us out of this hole. And oh, by the way, I have the flashlight that can help us see better while we're in here together. That's what we're here to help you with, friends, to get you out of the hole, to help you climb out of the hole and to be the flashlight to help you see more clearly when you're in there and coming out. And you know what? Possibly we can even help you avoid falling in the hole to begin with. So that's what this series is here to help you do as well, to help you get, as we've said, the lay of the land uh, around you on your path in life and to look at this lay of the land with eyes wide open as you consider divorce. Last week, we talked about the thinking you need to have if you're going to consciously go into that hole and the thinking that you need to have through the process as you climb out of the hole. So now that we've done some considering and preparing our thoughts for the process of divorce, getting that, as we said, better lay of the land, so to speak, today we begin to step into the specifics and specifically of finances. So I want you to go back and remember that divorce is the dissolution of a marriage and that legally it is the separation of the marital estate, the finances and anything related to the children. You have to look at all aspects of the finances and the children. We're going to do that. What you don't hear again in this is the emotional component of divorce. And that's why we focus on considerations and preparations mostly related to our thinking before we ever begin to consider the financial and legal components of divorce. Bottom line is this, if you are not prepared for the process, which includes your thinking about it, you will much likely be in a darker place than you can ever imagine. So this week, we will talk about the overview of financial aspects of divorce. Next week, we will step into some more specific financial details like real estate, which is likely your largest marital estate. Following that, we'll step into the legal component. So are you hearing it? I'm intentionally repeating this here so that you do hear it. We didn't start with the legal process of divorce. We started with your considering your decision first. Now the financial preparation way before we ever talk about the legal aspect. So if you missed those episodes, go back and catch episode 46 and 47 that aired on April 18th and April 25th, 2020, respectively. Go to your podcast app, find the show there. You just 
look under the Divorce Coaching Hour. You can also go to the Programs tab on KKHT and look for the Divorce Coaching Hour there. So let's get into that financial component of divorce. Our friend Hirsch Sermon is back with us, and he is calling in from Chicago. Hirsch, hello. Hi. I'm so glad to be with you again. Thank you. I am, too. It's lovely to talk to you, and I know that you and I have talked about this program, and we are both coming to it with you know, open hearts here to help, wanting to support people in these considerations and preparations. And uh, friends, Hirsch is a CPA. He's worked in financial advising in the past, but he turned his work towards those divorcing uh, and those who want to just simply make better financial decisions in their life. Here's bottom line. What Hirsch does is helps clients prioritize, organize, and simplify their finances. And that's what he's here to talk to us about today The in the financial part of divorce. He's what I'll call a financial coach. So, coach, so you'll want him into that hole with you as well. So let's jump right in, you know, to keep this analogy going, Hirsch. Let's just <laughs> jump right in that hole and let's help people with understanding first about probably what's on their mind is, okay, this dissolution of the 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 marital estate, the splitting of the assets and how that is done. Let's talk about that first. Help us understand what does that all entail when once we're finally, when we're considering the financial aspect of divorce? Absolutely. So um, I'm going to get a little technical at times, but uh, I'll try to keep it fairly high level with this. You know, when you go through a divorce, there are different ways you can approach resolving everything. So you can have kitchen table negotiations where you just kind of sit down and you talk to the spouse, the other partner, and you say, let's put it this way. That's one way to do it. Mediation, you start to generally get attorneys involved, and there's somebody who is a neutral party helping bring it all together. And then the kind of other extreme is going to a court where you don't have the power to decide, like you would in a mediation or your kitchen table negotiation. You present your side, your spouse presents his or her side, and a decision is made. Now, not every piece has to be done in one approach. And that's something that people often forget. They go, oh, we're going through mediation, let's just say. And they want to funnel everything through. Well, you can still sit down at a kitchen table and say, look, you know, I want the dining room set. Do you take the bedroom set? As an example, when you're looking at, so to speak, your stuff, when it comes to your assets, you can do a similar approach. So that's one way to look at how are we going to split this up and what approach are we going to take? becomes important. I always tell people, and you've heard me say this a couple times, get creative and know what you want. I'm sure we're going to talk about that significantly as we go through today's show, but it is important. You don't have to split everything down the middle 50-50. And when people are like confused about that, the 50-50, I say, how many homes do you have? And they usually only have one home. And I ask them, well, are you going to live on the right? And he or she's going to live on the left. I think I remember that. that way, right? <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. I, I think that's an important thing to remember. It's, you know, most people shoot generally to split the overall assets or the overall marital estate 50-50. But that's not even always the case either. Sometimes it's 55-45. There are differences sometimes in that that needs to 
be taken into account. So, you know, when, when, they, when they ask me that, again, get creative, take a holistic view, and really you do need to understand the financial picture from that view before you start diving into trying to divide things account by account or whatever you might be doing. Okay, because so when you are dividing them, it gets a little more granular, but you always need to keep that larger picture in mind. Right. And I love that you were bringing about exactly what I was thinking about is this bigger picture look. And I'm just going to guess, well, I, I know even when I went through divorce and you might have been through the same thing, you're, you're getting granular from the very beginning because of the process. But we really need to look at this entire perspective uh, of the splitting of the assets. When we come in with that perspective of creativity, we don't have to just split it down the middle. And that's a super good example about the house. You can't split it in half unless you're going to stay in the same house. And that's one of the reasons you're getting divorced. So when we go into those specifics and the granular, what we're going to go into in segment two is the what's of finances and divorce and a lot of specific questions. So I think that's really great advice. Really great perspective, Hirsch. Glad we started with that, that we are going to be looking at this from a creative perspective throughout. It doesn't have to be just one way. There are options, there are opportunities, there are possibilities that ties back into the thinking about how you're moving through divorce. So you guys stay tuned. This is uh, one of the segments of the seven-week series. We're starting, we're stepping into finances. You guys don't want to miss it. Lots of great info. Come on back. A divorce can change your whole world, including your financial picture. The more you know and the better you understand your options, the more likely you are to make sound financial decisions. Learn how to build a solid financial strategy today that may help you provide greater security and flexibility in the future. Morgan Stanley Financial Advisor Gary Wolf can help. Contact Gary Wolf today at 281-362-4706 to get started. That's 281-362-4706. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, Morgan Stanley, its affiliates, and Morgan Stanley Financial Advisors do not provide legal advice. Clients should consult their attorney for legal matters. When you're selling your home, you want to wow people when they see it. Or if you're not selling and want to enhance your enjoyment of the home, consider Simple Elegance. The team at Simple Elegance, led by Mary Scally, are masters at staging homes for sale or helping you design your interior for maximum impact. Do what new home builders do. Call the staging masters, Simple Elegance, at 877-458-8254 and simpleelegancetx.com. There's a lot at stake in a divorce, and you want trusted and specialized counsel. Houston attorney Craig Haston is board certified by the Texas Board of Legal Specialization and has more than 25 years of legal experience. And experience is everything. Craig will help you make the best choices for your family and your future. When divorce seems to be your next step, contact one of the most recognized attorneys in Texas, Craig Haston. To schedule a consultation, call 281-890-1300 or go to HastonLaw.com. 
you've gone through or are going through divorce, you know it can leave you in a dark financial hole, feeling very confused and afraid. But there's hope. Her Sherman is a financial coach and works with those navigating the financial decisions of divorce. Whether it's eliminating debt or creating your financial wellness, you want Hirsch on your team. Hirsch's easy process helps you see the reality of your financial situation and make better decisions. Stop the suffering and get out of that financial black hole. Contact Hirsch today. Go to lifecycle.financial. That's lifecycle.financial. You'll be so grateful you did. The Navigating Divorce Differently, Exploring Your Choices Along the Path series continues this week, and we turn our focus to finances. We'll talk about all that you need to consider regarding money matters and divorce. Our guests were great in helping us get a clearer picture of the better steps to take through divorce, so we're airing the series again. Stay tuned and gain some great guidance about how to navigate divorce differently. And we are back. We are getting creative here on the Divorce Coaching Hour. And you might think creativity and divorce. How does that work? <laughs> Friends, we're here with Hirsch Sermon. He's calling us from Chicago. That definition of social distancing right there, right, Hirsch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, just a little bit away. Thank goodness for technology. It's just like you're here in the studio with us. And um, listeners, Hirsch is a financial coach. He works with people going through divorce and those simplifying wanting to simplify uh, their finances and more. And in the first segment, we were talking about getting cre- looking at the dissolution of a marriage, the marital estate, the financial aspect of the marital estate, but looking at it with a creative perspective. And you might be wondering, okay, ha- I just know about divorce. We go straight into it, and then it's half sees this. And Hirsch made a really good point is, you, you, your house is a part of the marital estate. You're probably not going to split that in half. So we're going to keep with that perspective of this being creative. And it ties back to the entire theme of this series, navigating divorce differently. And that's the different component is because we're going to come from this creative perspective. So coming from that creative perspective, Hirsch, what is the next step? I always advise my clients to really understand their financial picture before they do anything. And like we said in the last segment, you do have to start on a pretty granular level, understanding what those accounts are. And then you build up to kind of your net worth or your full financial picture. And they should also be understanding their budget, their income, what debt are they carrying. Then we can start to look at things moving forward, like, what is going to change? And as much as you may not want certain things financially to change, it's going to change, unfortunately. But, yeah. but these are all components of their finances that they really need to work through. It's going to come up through the process. And honestly, whether you are facing a divorce or not, I think all of these are extremely important to know, no matter what your situation is, so that you can be financially well and safe. And the truth of the matter is, I, I don't know, do you have any statistics, divorcing or not, how many people, in fact, have their financial so-called house in order? So the statistics I've seen is mostly on the budget, and it hovers around 70% of households do not have a budget. And of the 30% that do, I, I question how many are really up-to-date or actively working and managing that budget. But the statistic is pretty horrifying when you think seven out of 10 do not even have one to begin with. 
So it sounds kind of horrifying. We, we don't have one to begin with. Now we're going to d- divorce. And that I'm going to take us back to the hole. That's where we find ourselves in. And we're down in this hole and we're stressed out because it's deep and dark and scary. And now our attorney is asking us to put all this information together and it feels overwhelming and whoa. (laughs) So that's when we, we, we call up out of the hole and we find her sermon (laughs) who can jump in the hole with us. Um, So let's think about that. If we, we've got 70% of people that don't have a budget, you question if those, the 30% really do have a budget. Um, They've now gone to a divorce. What, and you talked about the great have to get kind of on the granular level, getting those uh, understanding the financial picture. But I, I guess the question I have right now that's coming up for me, putting myself in the listener's shoes is what's one step that they could take when they're, when they're in that deep, dark place, don't have this budget, their attorney's asking them for this, you know, big project of getting all this information together, what do they need to do? What can they do? What's even even an easy step to do, Hirsch? I, I think getting educated, and, and it sounds like more uh, uh, monumental than it, than it really is. Taking baby steps is, is a very important way. So, you know, there is so much good information on the internet, as an example, on building a budget. And you know, understanding, and I always tell, the way I tell people to build their budget is start with your absolute necessities. And it's a little easier that way, but it also teaches you your spending habits. So get a feel for how much the home is costing, the electric, the gas, your uh, your mortgage or rent or whatever it might be. Approximately how much are you spending in groceries, things like that. But if you start with your essentials and necessities, it also teaches you where are you spending kind of indiscriminately. And, you know, not that I want this situation that we're in on anyone with COVID, but my clients there have said, I knew exactly what I needed to cut out. So small steps in in things like that. How do I build a budget? Go to some, you know, big names that are out there that are sharing that information and being able to educate yourself becomes very, very important. Yeah, I can imagine that when people hear us say educate, they're like, wait, but I'm in the middle of, you know, this divorce and, uh, you know, I have this financial affidavit that I have to give and you're telling me to get educated. So what I'm hearing there is goes back again to this entire series is and what I said in the very first show of this, that. You know, a lot of people, I think, just say, hey, I'm going to pop on down to the attorney. I'm going to sign some documents and I'm going to be divorced. Uh, No, (laughs) no, no. And no again. (laughs) And the easiest and most amicable divorce you think you're going to have is going to be challenging. And I am a positive person, I said. And so, again, it goes back to this planning and the whole perspective of this this series is before we ever step foot in an attorney's office, we are thinking through these things. So if someone's out there listening right now, if you're thinking about, and we're going to tie this into COVID, but you know, if you've been under the same roof, there's that house again for quite some time. And you're like, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to walk to the attorney's office. Stop. 
go back through and think through these things that we've talked about and find finances is huge to go ahead now and really look at your financial picture. This is the time to educate yourself. And, and again, this is the time to really consider if you are or are not going to divorce. There's a lot of considerations there and finances is just one of them. Hershey said baby steps and then finding the absolute and necessities. I'm I have I want to jump to COVID for a moment because you said I heard you say that your client said uh, they knew exactly what to cut. However, one of the things I've learned this would be a perfect time to budget because you've cut those things. Maybe you didn't know, but because we couldn't go anywhere, you've seen your expenses drop. So you can really Correct. get a good look at I, I mean, myself, I'm doing that. You know, I'm not going to the grocery store twice a week. Um, I think I've been three times. Uh, and I'm doing well because I'm eating what I have in my, my refrigerator, right? Exactly. I'm not going to eat all the, out to eat all the time. And, and I'm looking like, well, this is what I really do. These are the nuts and bolts of what I can live on. So I, I'm, I'm kind of thinking that's it's a positive. Yes. There are a lot of positives. I, I think in general, people also need to understand who they are as a personality. Because some people can go it alone. Some people cannot. You also need to understand when you're emotional, that may change a little bit. Where you usually can go ahead on your own and it's easy for you, you may at that point need somebody to help you do some of these, to help you prioritize your, what you know your financial outcome is, to navigate through the fog of uncertainty and the unknown. And, you know, you mentioned earlier that my approach is to prioritize, simplify, and then organize. Often helping clients get to those priorities is an educational piece as well because they, they're not well-versed if they haven't been taking care of the finances often. Yeah, and you said fog. I mean, that's so descriptive. And I think in general people are... Uh, can be in a fog about finances. And well, and you know what brings, uh, comes up for me there is what if you've not dealt with the finances at all in your marriage? Do you run into that? Then you definitely should be working with somebody that can guide you and tell you. And, you know, again, you can do it in baby steps. Let's look at the home first. Here's right. generally what happens in a home. Let's see what you have. Okay, here's what happens in grocery and maintaining, you know, that section of your life. And they can walk you through it at your pace. Sometimes you have to go a little quicker if you've already jumped the gun and have filed or in the middle of everything. But again, having that guide, having that expertise with you, I think becomes very important in those situations. Yeah, so what I'm hearing in there is if you don't, you kind of don't know what you're doing. You're being asked to put this information together and you don't have somebody that comes alongside you. That can be a huge obstacle and keep you stuck in that hole. Definitely. Yeah. And beyond the hole. And be, well, I, yeah, I won't go into details, but some of what the decisions I made in my divorce still affect me today. And, and I think that's another reason I'm so passionate to have you involved in with this discussion because the finances can go on, the effects can go on forever. Um, as we begin to step into segment three, we're going to talk about some other things. I'm just wondering, what's another obstacle that could tie us up in the divorce process real quick, Harsh? I think often people get too attached to items. The house is a perfect example. 
Um, you know, when I went through my divorce, my attorney's first words of advice were that this is the dissolution of a business that you emotionally attach to. Mm. Make sure your decisions are business, not emotions, and try to be realistic with what you want and what you think the end will be. You know, what I'm really hearing there is you've got to look at the, and, and we've said this in many of the shows, is begin with the end in mind. And Absolutely. you think about, you may be arguing over that $500 couch because you want to win it. Um, you may be arguing over taking the house and the kid, the, well, not the kids, but the, the, the cars and the dogs, yet you don't have a job that can afford it. And so um, when we come back and, and kick off this third segment, I want to go back and get you to say that again about the business and the emotions, Hirsch. I think we need to hear that again. So folks, stay with us. We're going to talk more about those obstacles. We're going to hear that very um, insightful statement that I think can really help us from Hirsch again. And we're going to talk about also how to save money through divorce. Important stuff here in this process, in this consideration. We are the flashlights here that can help you take a look at this, uh, the challenges of divorce. You guys stay with us. Don't miss it. Come on back. To feel the sun, always raging, always climbing, always second guessing the timing. But God has a plan, a purpose in this. Here's today's two or three minute tip. Today's tip is a reminder about the details of this seven-week series that we're in here on the Divorce Coaching Hour. As you've heard in this episode and maybe others, it's about navigating divorce differently and exploring the choices along the path. What's it all about? Well, you are right. It is about divorce. And it's also about divorce in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic. There's a lot of anxiety, there's a lot of worry, and there are a lot of questions out there. I've read posts about people's concerns, and I've heard those concerns from my clients, too. I thought about what I could do to help, and so I came up with this seven-week series. Continuing today into May 30th, please join me every Saturday to hear my guests and me talk about the divorce process. In general, moving from considering divorce to the actual process of divorce to rebuilding through and after divorce. But we won't just talk about that. Each show will include a segment about how to move through divorce during the COVID-19 pandemic as well, or any other crisis that we may experience while divorcing. If you can't listen each Saturday here on 100.7 FM KKHT from 1 to 2 p.m., go to your podcast app, search the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton, add the show to your library and listen that way. And while you're at it, we'd love for you to share it with those whom you think will benefit and also write and review it if you would, please. You can also go to KKHT.com and under the Programs tab, find Podcasts, click on the link for the Divorce Coaching Hour and listen there. Also engage with us on Facebook and Instagram. I will be sharing the podcast of the shows there, insights gained from interviews with my guests, YouTube videos of each show when they're ready, helpful information, and thoughts and ideas that will hopefully inspire you. You can find us at the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton on Facebook or Coach Christy Stratton on Instagram. If you have any questions along the way for me or my guests, email me, Christy at ChristyStratton.com. That's Christy at ChristyStratton.com. Or give me a call at 281-944-8043. Again, that's 281-944-8043. Friends, all of us at the Divorce Coaching Hour are here to support you through divorce and the trials of the coronavirus pandemic. We hope this show and this series will do exactly that. 
The Navigating Divorce Differently, Exploring Your Choices Along the Path series continues this week, and we turn our focus to finances. We'll talk about all that you need to consider regarding money matters and divorce. Our guests were great in helping us get a clearer picture of the better steps to take through divorce, so we're airing the series again. Stay tuned and gain some great guidance about how to navigate divorce differently. Money makes the world go around, the world go around, the world go around. Money makes the world go around. It oh, makes that the Mike, the producer. He knows how to put a smile on my face. He, he finds some specialty songs, and that one is... Um, just very apropos for what we're talking about. <laughs> so thank you, producer Mike. He gave me the thumbs up. That's all good. So we are talking about finances. We are talking to Hirsch Sermon calling in from Chicago. Uh, Hirsch is a friend of the show and um, he is a financial coach that uh, you want him as a part of your team along with you in that hole that we're talking about of divorce. And he said something as we were coming out of segment two, said something that I kind of say in a different way, um, but he said something about uh, divorce and business and emotions. And I need to go back and hear that. Hirsch, what is it that you said? I said, and I, I do need to give my attorney the credit for the statement, but basically to look at it as, dissolving a business that you are emotionally attached to. Mm. And when you dissolve a business, you make the decisions from a business perspective and try to limit the emotional decision-making as you go through the process. Yeah. And, you know, as a coach, it's interesting. We talk about uh, we help people move into the business of divorce, and sometimes that can sound a bit harsh. But that really is the bottom line because it's the emotions. And we started talking about this at the beginning of the show. It's the emotions that create that fog, that create that darkness that in that hole. And so when we can get out of that fog, out of that darkness, your coach can shine that flashlight on the matter, the decisions that you have to make. Then, I mean, it sounds quite simple. I know it's not. I understand that. Then you can more clearly see what has to be done, right? So somebody's in the hole of divorce and you're going, okay, I'm calling out there. I got the divorce coach in the hole with me. That divorce coach can help you go through all of the decisions that you're making, walking that path with you, looking at it, eyes wide open. Uh, being that thinking partner, but that divorce coach may in fact also bring in somebody who focuses on um, the financial aspect. I know I rely on Hirsch. Uh, I've called him about um, questions that uh, my clients might have financially. So I, I know it might be important for you to call Hirsch and speak to him as well. So Hirsch, how can people find out or reach you rather find, find out more about you and reach you? The easiest way is through the website, lifecycle.financial. There's no .com.net. It's just lifecycle.financial. Uh, my cell phone, if they want to call me directly, is 440-666-4524. Uh, but the easiest way is lifecycle.financial. That is pretty easy, lifecycle.financial. And, you know, as... Um, 
we we say easy, <laughs> easy for that. Maybe not so. Could, maybe not so easy. Finances in the divorce. One of the things that comes up for me as I think about someone going through this process, they might be thinking, um, you know, there's there's so many expenses related to divorce: the attorney costs, court costs, a coach. We've now just said we want to bring in a financial coach. Um, do you, you, finances are your specialty. Are there some ways that you think that people can um, plan into divorce or even um, save money through divorce? Definitely there are. You know, the traditional saying is how it takes a village to raise a kid, and I modify that saying it takes a team to have a successful outcome. Your lawyer is important. I'm never going to discount each professional in your in your team, but they're not trained in every dis- discipline and in every aspect. So honestly, like you wouldn't want an attorney doing the divorce coaching or the financial side, and you wouldn't want your financial expert doing your legal work either. It's the same kind of thing. I, I love your analogy of a hole because unfortunately, often it's a big hole. Mm-hmm. And the good thing about that is it allows more team members to come in and help you, I guess, if we can look at it that way. Um, but, you know, every aspect doesn't need your attorney's uh, approval either. You know, we spoke earlier about sitting across the kitchen table and negotiating what you can and make sure, you know, that you can save the, the billing hours by doing that if you have worked those kind of things out as well. You know, the other thing is interacting with your professional team. I mean, you look at an attorney and I, I'm not being glib when I say this, but that question of, hey, how are you doing today could cost you up to $100 if you're not careful. Or more. Uh, you do need to be prepared when you meet with your team, your professional. You need to have the questions laid out that you want. Or if they've asked you for things, have those ready so that you can be more efficient with your time. And I think lastly, if you understand your goals and you can communicate those to your team, they know where to focus, again, saving a lot of time and effort. You've you've said so much, and I jotted down notes here, team, be prepared, and goals. And these are things that you may not think about with relation to divorce, but these are the things that we're talking about that can help really you climb out of that hole of divorce sooner, better. I want to break those down here, Hirsch. Uh, the team... And again, it may not uh, make sense to have a team. You might be thinking, but okay, if I just keep one person, my attorney, then I will, I will just pay that one person. If I add more people, I'm going to be paying more money. Well, Hirsch just alluded to it. He, he, first and foremost, a team to have a successful outcome. But an, an attorney isn't built to be a coach. A, a, a coach isn't meant to be a financial advisor in the process, et cetera. And in fact, those experts doing what they do in their field are going to actually reduce the cost. For example, and 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 as you just said, Hirsch, I heard that. But clearly, how are you doing today? Might cost you a hundred bucks with an attorney. Yeah. An attorney, <laughs> and sometimes you know what I think. We're also we we expect the attorneys to show up as our coach, and they're not. Their specialty is in legal. And and the coach can help you through the emotions. Really, you need to be very succinct, which I think then goes into the preparation that I heard you sit, talk about. 
my mind goes to an idea uh, that I heard from an attorney, and I think it ties this all together, is we might have all these questions that pop up. You know, what about the couch? What about the, the dogs? What about this? Um, you know, when are we going to court? When is mediation? And we might just be popping off these emails all the time to our attorney, texts in the middle of the night. Those are charges, right? And so one of the things that actually came from the mouth of an attorney that's been on the show is put all of those questions into one email, send it to the attorney, say, I would like a 15-minute phone call with you, to discuss one, two, three, four versus all over the place. That's preparation, I think. Yeah, yeah. So we talked about um, preparation, um, the team. You mentioned goals. What goals would we want to, we might not be thinking about goals in our finances, but what should we be thinking about, Hirsch, with regards to uh goals and our finances through a divorce? So the first thing is the goals need to be realistic. You know, if you are a stay-at-home mom or dad, it may not continue that way. But realistically, you can look at it and say, well, I do have a job. I am okay with my cash flow. I think it's going well. I'd rather get more retirement assets because I need to secure my retirement. That might be one goal. You know, If you really want to keep the home, looking at it from a financial perspective, can I afford it? You know, sometimes thinking about it down the road. I'm dealing with somebody who's 57 right now, wants to keep a six-bedroom home. And I said, well, you know, what happens in five years and 10 years from now when that home is just too big? And, you know, do you really want it long term? So understanding and, and putting it in the perspective of where you are and your lifestyle that you'd like to get as close to as possible, and then how do we achieve that financially becomes really kind of the, the organization and the simplifying of uh, the process as we work through it. I think you just hit on something that's so important. I work with my clients on this. I've, I know I've talked about it on the show, and I, I even earlier I said begin with the end in mind, but my guess is that most people – in the midst of divorce, in that fog of the emotion, are focused on right here, right now. And Hirsch, what you've just talked about is looking long term. What do I want life to look like in five years, 10 years, 20 years, whatever that may be? And how then, as I would typically call it, back into those goals, does it make sense for me to keep a six bedroom house right now? You know, how will that play out? Will I be able to afford it? So I think that's very important. And if I understand correctly, you help people look at that, um, their finances, not only today, but into the the future. How far in the future should they look, Hirsch? You know, it, it depends a little bit, again, on the individual. Um, you know, there's some people that just kind of are big nesters and family people. And I want to have extra bedrooms when the kids and grandkids come. Okay, great. Let's talk about that. What is it? You know, we need to understand more on each person's level what they're looking for. I think that the, the, the keys to highlight, though, is long-term financial stability. So if that house, as much as you want those family members to come visit you, be comfortable and all, if it's going to drain and kind of cannibalize your retirement, it's probably not a good idea. 
So we're talking you know, about to carry this house for 12 months of the year for, you know, 10 or 12 days when they come and visit you just does not make sense if it's not feasible. Yeah, so they... those are the kind of ways to really highlight and think it through in that respect. And we have to think it through. And we, we have to think long term. Individualistic, yes. Uh, but I love what you said, long-term stability. So lots of different components of making smart choices through this divorce that can help you uh, crawl, climb out of that hole um, faster. When we come back, we're going to talk about divorce and COVID and your finances. Might have made things look a little bit different. So you guys, come on back. The Navigating Divorce Differently, Exploring Your Choices Along the Path series continues this week, and we turn our focus to finances. We'll talk about all that you need to consider regarding money matters and divorce. Our guests were great in helping us get a clearer picture of the better steps to take through divorce, so we're airing the series again. Stay tuned and gain some great guidance about how to navigate divorce differently. And here we are back in the last segment talking about finances. Always goes so quickly, Hirsch. Great information. I think we may need to have another session at some point digging into each of these segments. Could be an individual show. Um, You know, though, we've talked about listeners for this segment. If you jump onto the Divorce Coaching Hour on Facebook, we've got different posts from uh, our guests and and so forth, we'll we'll add some things there. You might even be watching Hirsch. My Hirsch and I might be together, get together and do like a Q and A on Zoom or something. So stay tuned for that. There's so much to cover uh, in divorce. Of course, you heard you can reach him at lifecycle.financial as well if he can help you um, there. Here's something I want to go back and pick up from segment three. We talked about goals. We talked about realistic goals, but here's the thing I'm thinking about with relation to COVID-19 and where we're at. Those goals that we set at the beginning of the divorce process could now need to change or have by no fault of our own changed by, for example, being furloughed from a job, illness, uh, being a self-employed person and the type of work you do just completely you know, went away. So I could imagine that of all the people affected in all the world by COVID going through a divorce, goals have changed or they maybe need to change. Maybe we're still holding on to the old goals. What do we, what would you talk about um, or talk to someone about with their goals? Well, I, I had it this way, but now it's this way. What do I do? I, I think there's several considerations. You know, one of them would be where in the process are they? If they are contemplating, they may need to hold off on actually filing and moving forward because so much is unknown. A lot of people are furloughed and they're hoping to get the same job back, but will they? And I can't answer that. I'm not sure anybody can right now. If they write at the end of everything, you know, they are going to have to probably tweak uh, their expectations of what their outcome is going to be. Now, I think, is such a pivotal time for everybody to be able to learn who they are. What do they want? What are their spending habits? This environment, unfortunately, for example, has us online so much that it's easy to just hop over to, you know, an Amazon or something like that 
and buy something where we usually wouldn't have. So I think learning who we are becomes very important. I think understanding really where we are in that process um, is extremely important. And there are clients that I have that have put everything on hold because they say, I don't want to make a decision now based on today's situation, and it changes in 60 days, 90 days after everything's finalized. So, you know, I'm telling those people, focus on self-care. I think that's more important than ever. If you were stressed before, as everybody knows, this is probably added a level two or three on top of that. So I think definitely taking this time and, and, you know, focusing on us as an individual and as who we want to be contributing to our community after all of this may be what we need to focus on and sometimes put everything on hold. It, it, it really becomes a case-by-case basis, unfortunately, because maybe your assets have been hit, but your income hasn't. The assets will probably come back if they're in, in the market. If your income's been hit, but your assets haven't been hit as much, it's a whole different situation for you in that respect. So I, I, I wish I could give you a blanket answer on this one, but again, I really do think it comes to understanding each individual and the impact this has had on them. Well, I think it's... I would I, say, though, you have to stay safe and you have to stay secure, though. That's obviously a key. Right, right. Of course. Um, it, it, you know, I've heard you mention a couple of times, and I think it's important, is the finances within divorce really have to be looked at on an individual basis. Um, not only today, but in the future. But we throw in COVID, and I think that's great sound advice is to, you know, not make a decision based right now on what was, what will be, or even maybe what is right now, because we are in such a, and you use the word, I love this, learning opportunity. Uh, A lot of people are looking at it from a negative opportunity. But again, it's an individual basis. And I've got to go back here then to why it's so important to have somebody who is objective in this process with you, whether it be a divorce coach, whether it be a financial coach, um, your pastor, those sorts of things, but thinking it through realistically, specifically, um, very important uh, as we go through it. And of course, thinking about self-care as well. So lots of lessons there. um, You know what I'm, What's drawing me to something I often say is respond, don't be, don't react. So when we make, yeah, when we make reactive decisions, I don't know about you, for me, they haven't always been the best. (laughs) 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 So really looking at um, all of that. So I think, Lots of great information here. Like, like I said several times already, is we've we have so much information that we could cover. But Hirsch, um, I'm curious about your final thoughts. Any final thoughts that you might have based on everything that we've covered in this show, focusing in on uh, divorce and the financial so aspect of divorce. One of the things that I've said a lot is you really have to understand the whole picture. And, you know, I I love the way you've structured this seven-part series in 
understand what you're facing, get educated. And, you know, if you've started the process, it's not too late to build your team. The more you learn, the better those decisions and the outcome is going to be. And I, I always say to people, because I hear so often, I just wish it was over. And I will say to people at that point, your divorce is not the last chapter in this part of your life. It's the first chapter setting up the rest of your life. Mm. And I think it's very important that they do understand that. You know, that is, it warms my heart for people to hear that. It's also, though, makes me laugh in a way because you just said the whole picture. And it drew me to the whole concept of the whole. So you're talking about yeah. the whole picture, H, uh, W-H-O-L-E, like holistically the entire thing, which is definitely, so play on words, but also right. the whole picture. <laughs> uh, no, I like it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, but you said making better decisions, and that's when this whole navigating divorce differently, we started talking about creativity, looking at the big picture, the creative options, even in the midst of this COVID situation, not looking at the negative. Let's be creative and look at what we can do now, uh, get clear on what we we want and, and making those better decisions, um, looking at the outcomes we want, um, Hirsch. So I think that is, you know, very, it's just critical. It's just critical in the entire process, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. For yeah, sure. absolutely. And, and you know, another thing, I, I'm just full of hearkening back to things today, uh, but uh, something I, a, a coach said to me long ago was, you know, as it turns out, slower is actually faster. And I think that's what I'm hearing you say, Hirsch. Uh, we often want to speed through uh, our divorce. We want it to just be over. Um, but if we slow down, we work with people who are in the hole with us, shining the light on the decisions we make in the long run, as you said, those long term, that long term stability, we will be better for this through this. We may have not wanted it to happen, but we'll be better through this for this. What do you think, Harsh? Most definitely. I think that's very, very true and very solid advice. Yeah. Well, a great team here. Uh, thank you for sharing your expertise and knowledge. You know, this is an opportunity that we can we can look at um, to respond to versus react to. And, uh, you know, one of the things is as a divorce coach, I'm here to help you with your thinking about divorce as your thinking partner, as you heard me say. And so we really encourage you to share the show, listen into the show each and every week. My guests like Hirsch, you've heard it here. Uh, we're here to walk that path with you, to shine the light on these decisions, um, you know, to, that you have to make along the way. Uh, we've been there. We understand. We'll help you climb out of that hole. Thank you for listening today. It's my prayer that this show helps you or someone in your life. Find us at the Divorce Coaching Hour or call me at 281-944-8043. That's 281-944-8043. You can also add us to your podcast library. Please rate, review, and share or find us on Facebook at the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton. Thank you for listening today. I'm Christy Stratton, and I can't wait to be here with you each and every Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. right here on 100.7 FM KKHT, The Word.